Tom and Dave. In a world entrenched in darkness, desperately seeking hope and security, a coalition of nations invoke a highly classified program, commissioned by their ancestors generations ago, for such a time when all else has failed. They called for but one man to light the flame, to carry the torch, which is really a guitar, ready to blast the battle cry. Behold, the time has come for... Rock and Roll! Good evening, everybody. Just leaving the office downtown Philadelphia. I hope you are all doing well. Another minicast coming your way. So this is interesting. Snoop Dogg is going to be opening for GNR at the Music Fest. Well, basically the Super Bowl show that really attracts artists that should honestly be in the halftime show, in my view. But that's okay. Snoop Dogg will be opening for Guns N' Roses uh, there, and uh, that's the big festival that kind of starts everything off. It, it, there's several other people performing too, but um, it'll be great to see Guns N' Roses out there again. And by the way, I mean, this is all taking place on January 31st, so it comes just after uh, Richard Fortas, uh, the rhythm guitarist for the band, said that he hopes the band has new music out at some point in the future he told Forbes uh, that so that would be really cool to have some new GNR music um, of course hopefully it doesn't take another 10 years you remember how long Chinese democracy took when that was uh, being worked on so some positive news I'll take it any way I can get it because I've been listening to that album uh, lately and I, I tell you it's it, it's really really good it held up to me when it came out I said it was worth the wait and uh, it's still quite the classic um, as I walk and talk here amid the traffic, walking carefully, of course, uh, looking out for my fellow pedestrians and all of that, um, it's, you know, it's a perfect way to have a mini cast, right? You know, you just have a couple of thoughts to jot down as you're heading uh, home uh, for the day, except what you're, you're jotting down is really for a podcast. So, yeah, very cool stuff. I listened to, speaking of Guns N' Roses and Slash, really, I listened to the uh, really, really great song, Ordinary Man, uh, it is Elton John joining Ozzy Osbourne there. Elton John on uh, picking up the second verse, playing the piano, and uh, of course uh, you've got Ozzy singing and uh, you have Slash doing not one but two guitar solos there. It's an excellent track. It's it's very, it's it's almost like a, a swan song in a way. I mean, it, you know, Ozzy's kind of looking back on his career and uh, it's, when you think about the health problems that he's had over the last year, and I don't know if I could hear a little bit of it in his voice. I'm not sure. Like his, his, there was something different about Ozzy's voice. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it, I don't know if he's still ill or or what might be going on there. But the reaction that a lot of people have had is is that it does sound like it could be, um, you know. He's winding down, at least musically, you know, uh, certainly health-wise, we wish him nothing but the best. But I think it's a great collaboration. I was not expecting to ever hear anything from Ozzy Osbourne and Elton John on the same record and the same song. Uh, kind of reminds me of um, uh, 
well, I guess the Elton John Eminem thing was a little bit different uh, back in the day, but that was actually pretty amazing too. Some collaborations out there that are just absolutely outstanding if you really give them a chance, and I think this one was spectacular. So I really enjoyed that. Also, uh, continuing to remember Neil, Neil Peart uh, of Rush. I mean, it's been settling in now as more and more artists uh, step up and offer their condolences and do a tribute. Lawrence Gowan from Styx, he's a Canadian singer who joined the band about 20 years ago replacing Dennis DeYoung. He did an outstanding, uh, the clip I saw, it was short, but it was still an outstanding version of Limelight, one of my favorite songs. I think Lawrence Gowan is a tremendous performer. I think he's somebody who just has so much heart and soul. He's really added a new dynamic to Sticks music, but a great tribute there uh, for Neil Peart. Ace Fraley also uh, mourning the loss of uh, his good friend, uh, according to Blabbermouth, uh, Ace calling Neil his good friend. They went back a ways uh, to the 70s, of course, in touring. Uh, Neil actually did an interview with CBC in Canada. It was, uh, I linked to it on the Facebook page. A rare interview that Neil Peart did, and he just, he was such a conversational, laid-back person. It, it was a great chat, really was, uh, with George, and I can't pronounce his last name. He's a big star in Canadian uh, media, uh, who went on to interview Prince Charles at one point. He was on the Much Music Channel there, which is like the MTV in Canada, and went on to do, I guess, a whole variety of uh, different forms of television and even another rare interview with uh, Prince Charles but, uh, a few years back, but that's a whole different thing. Very interesting interviewer. Um, but uh, George Strombo, I, uh, well, he, the nickname is Strombo. It's, that's basically, I think, the equivalent of half of his last name there. But uh, Neil Peart was uh, wonderful in that interview and talked about how uh, he be they became very good friends with Kiss back in the day. Uh, because Rush was essentially an opening act for a lot of different bands, including Kiss and uh, some other groups there too. So uh, Ace Frehley uh, sending his uh, warmest uh, condolences. Uh, so many artists doing that too. Sully Erna uh, as well doing the same thing. Who And this is another story. I just was perusing a blabbermouth and saw that um, Sully Erna said that uh, he noticed he, he became really good friends with uh, Neil Peart's uh, assistant and uh, at one point recently saw Neil uh, in a wheelchair and unable to speak and uh, that people had asked him not to really say anything about Neil's illness and uh, I think that was the case for a lot of folks and even uh, Sully Erner said when he got the call, I think he was talking to a Boston radio station about this, he said even when he got the call about uh, Neil Peart passing away, um, the, the, band, the, the band and family did not put out a statement until three days later and uh, he said that they asked people to keep it quiet and for a while. So uh, Sully said that he respected uh, the wishes there. So anyway, it's really interesting and touching to see all these tributes and all the people inspired by Rush the band and, and so many others too. So I'll keep looking for tribute concerts. Dream Theater did a moment of silence for Neil Peart as well. Will there be a tribute show at some point? Uh, Shane and I, the Vinyl Master, we were talking about that the other night. It, I mean, obviously, it would have to take quite some time before that happens. Uh, it kind of makes me think of the uh, the Freddie Mercury tribute concert in 1982 that happened obviously some time after, a few months after Freddie Mercury died. But uh, you know, it's going to take the band time, the rest of the band time, to obviously deal with this. But I could certainly see something like that happening. But only a few drummers could actually play that stuff, and it would be really interesting to see. So that's the mini cast here. We hope you're having a great week so far. Friday is on the way, friends. Hang in there.
Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to know more about this show or your host, go to our website, DaveKinchin.com. And of course, always find us on social media on Twitter at DaveKinchinUSA and on Facebook. Just search Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. Thank you.